What is good, motherfuckers? This is the Be Cool Podcast. Happy Easter. I hope you were able to enjoy the holiday in such a way that probably no one has ever attempted to in previous iterations of such a uh, event. Uh, we are still in lockdown mode. The crisis continues. The chaos ensues. But we are back. Be Cool Podcast. <clears throat> Little... uh. Sounds a little raspy, but I'm I'm all good. Believe me, I'm all good. Veggies. Trying to eat healthy. It's not easy. Not a lot of uh, produce out there. Not in our area, anyway. Not in my vicinity. You know, trying not to, you know, get too crazy with the substances. You want to stay away from uh, the excess. Hope everyone's being safe. Continuing to social distance. The crisis isn't over. The chaos ensues. We need to um, continue managing what some deem to be a, uh, a continual process for uh, f- quite a many few more months here. Quite a many days ahead. Minutes and hours tick by. Stimulus packages... Deposits should be coming through, so if you are under the strengths, the restraints of the money issues, hopefully that is getting to you and you're able to, uh, you know, get those bills paid if if need be, if you need that money for groceries, feeding and water, toiletries, hopefully that'll be uh, a little help. Not enough, I, I think, in... A lot of Americans' eyes, who obviously a lot of jobs lost, a lot of people not working. You see socialism doing its best right now. I <laughs> uh, heard a little story of uh, Joe Biden getting accused of sexual assault back in the 90s by a Senate aide. We'll see how that goes. Maybe Bernie slides back into that nomination. Or any other of qualified Democrats. It's gonna should be an interesting time. Obviously, if you keep up with politics, you see that Donald Trump went on a tirade yesterday. Obviously, this is what this person does. I'm not gonna call him a president. He might have the title, but that's not a president. He might be the president of Trump Inc., but that's not to me. That means like it's meaningless. This guy goes on a tirade about anybody who questions anything that he does. He's already he's yelling at Fox News yesterday. He's calling Dr. Fauci garbage, whatever you want. You know, as soon as there's some light at the end of the tunnel, which I can I'm going to say it's going to be a long while, probably way after this presidential election. Um he's going to try to fire that, that that doctor if he's, you know, still in office, which likelihood of that happening if people can't see the light now (laughs) i don't know what to tell you they thought you know it's just ironic that after um the impeachment hearings this was to follow someone blind to the eye all the stories coming out now that everyone was giving the president warnings about this virus and the implications and he just swept it under the rug just you want you want to understand 
what leadership is, well, this is the result of it. So that's where we are, you know. I just read, I just read, I see the truth, I relay it to you. Doesn't bother me either way. I I have been quarantined now for a month, haven't left the confines, no contact with the outside world except for a few packages. Make sure I don't touch any of the packages. It's a quick knife flick, clean the knife, little Lysol. I don't even know if that does anything really. I don't have the hydrochloride, hydro hydroxyapied hookah bakla i do a little uh, sage dust to it hopefully all the ghosts disappear i haven't had any symptoms there's been a lot of uh a lot of confusion on a lot of a lot of uh excuse me had to do a little sip of water there actually you know what let me do a double sip just to get you guys relaxed a little bit we're gonna this we're not gonna talk about this for a few more minutes but it's an update it's been a week it's just it's just crazy nonsense out here. Hard to tell the the forest for the trees right now, but you know, just uh, sit back, try to stay safe. Make sure you stay fed and fluid. You got hydration. Uh, if you got a little good chronic, make sure you're not passing that bowl around to anyone who's been infected or who could be possibly infected. And you know, don't go too crazy with those stimulus checks unless you have viable means of income that's a steady cash flow don't go spending that crazy on uh, you know don't be buying some ugg boots don't go buying a brand new tv you know let the let the system do its do its job don't feed back into the system you're gonna want that money next year when they fuck around so you also if you haven't heard i think there's a little update maybe they're doing another stimulus bill coming up i know that uh, i heard pelosi is trying to get that out for uh more for small businesses, not for these large companies. So we'll see how that goes. I think maybe there might be another round. There should be another round for people because obviously it's going to be a slow process getting anything back open, especially restaurants, movie theaters, parks, blah, you know, things where you need mass amount of people and obviously sporting events are going to be a huge issue. So, you know, people are going to be very aware now, cautious, but just like anything in these days in our day and age once a few a few weeks pass a story happens then you know it's all it's all water under the bridge and people forget about blah 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 hopefully in a few years a vaccination you know maybe there's a cure but just like the flu it's a it's a system the drug companies put out nyquil robitussin all the you know whatever the fuck you need and they got they got antibiotics they hoard these things that's what they do that's how they make their money they don't get rid of the sickness they just allow you to live with it but the coronavirus definitely definitely a uh, different beast altogether gets into your lungs causes uh, tearing shreds you apart your and your respiratory system will fail and very dangerous things out there so continue to be safe but today that's just a little update Wanted to get that out of the way. But like last week, I hope you enjoyed. <coughs> a little dry out here. It's rainy. It's gloomy. It was a nice weekend. Yesterday was pretty nice. Didn't do any Easter egg hunts because no one is out there to put eggs for me. I don't trust those little chocolate wrap foils. I would like a little uh, Cadbury eggs though. I do like that Cadbury milk chocolate. Not a dark chocolate fan. Unless it's a little uh, dusting. 
on some uh, whipped cream. Maybe a uh, nice cheesecake. I don't mind that at all. Actually, the only cake I do like is a cheesecake. Unless it's a fucking creep. It's a buttercream cake. Like, I like that buttercream frosting. I don't like that whip shit garbage. Fake frosting. But I do like that cream cheese frosting. I should say that. Big fan of the cheesecake. Big fan of the whipped cream frosting on, you know, little banana bread. Who's going to hate? Or carrot cake. Who hates that? Nice little deal. Anyway, let's move on. Last week, I did a nice little episode. I hope you enjoyed it. My top five or top music moments that, you know, kind of influenced me throughout life. Well, my beginning years. And that's what this is all about. This is all about, you know, teens, preteens. Elementary school is is the earliest things I can remember that actually, you know, stuck with me and kind of, uh, you know, made me, you know, start, you know, being adventurous in different ways. So we're going to start this off. This is the movie ones. So the first one I can, the first movie I can remember is Star Wars, but I don't remember like watching Star Wars as a kid. I remember having the Star Wars figures back in the 80s. But I don't remember the movie, actually. You know, like, it doesn't stick in my mind. But the first movie I can remember is Goonies. Now, Goonies was, is, and always will be, one of the best adventure, children adventure movies. Young, you know, 12, 13-year-olds out there searching this some epic adventure. Trying to find a treasure from this crazy story that they heard. Mystery, mayhem, great soundtrack, Cindy Lauper. Good enough for me, it's good enough. That's a, one of my favorite songs to this day on my playlist. It's on my white people only playlist, but it maybe it's on the ones, but it's on there. It's on my Spotify playlist. I hope you enjoy it. But anyway, Goonies for me. It was it, 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 the way it started, you didn't know where it was going to go. It took like 20 minutes for us to really uh, get the theme of the story. We're going to go search for gold. One-Eye Willie's gold. Old pirate. I think it was in Seattle that they let lived. It had to be on the coast. Yeah, I think it was Seattle because it was rainy the whole time. And it was on the coast. His dad, Mikey, little Sean Austin... Was like turned into uh, Samwise Gamgee in uh, Lord of the Rings. You know, you had Frodo and you had Samwise. What, a little late for clipping the herbs as an er- verbs? Was it? Hmm. Well, you know, I didn't write the script on that one. Verge? Verbs? Verge? Virgil? Million Dollar Man? Ted DiBiase? Virgil? Anyway. So, Sean Austin is Mikey. Then he had Corey Feldman was in there. He was a mouth. He had the jewels in it. Big Mamos squeezing those cheeks out. He had the all the jewels spitting out those pearls. Oh my God. One of my favorite lines right there. Then you also had Sloth locked up. You had Chunk with the Truffle Shuffle. You had Data with the... He had all the booby traps. Booty traps. Um, also had what would become Thanos. Also, uh, some other great movies he's been in. 
the name escapes me right now, but you know, what are we worried about? Great actor, a lot of great, a lot of great talent in there, a lot of great talent. I remember that little, uh, that young redhead who was uh, dating that Troy guy. You know, the big. Uh, he wore that goddamn uh, sportsman jacket, letter jacket from high school. His little girl, nice little skirt. Remember that little redhead, nice curls. I don't know if they're, no, not curls, more like a, uh, just long hair, wavy. Nice little rat. Annie, you goonie. What a great, what a great movie. But anyway, I remember, I just remember that movie. Everything stuck with me. I, anytime I was a kid, anytime after watching that, I must have only watched it on VHS when it came out. Because remember, back in my day when I was coming up, Showtime Video, this is before Blockbuster came out. You'd have to go to Showtime Video or White Owl out in Colchester. And Showtime was in Essex. I think I've talked about Showtime. White Owl, though, was out by... Where that uh, scoop place is, Village Scoop. But before that, that little four-way where you can go to Milton towards the Spank Puppy. You can go to Milton or you can go, you take a right towards Milton. You can take a left towards Kellogg Road. Or you could take, you can go keep going straight towards the fire and the Village Scoop, Spank Puppy, yada, yada, yada. They're right on that little section right there. I think there's a haircut place there but now, but it used to be a a little general store at one spot, and then there used to be a White Owl, old school videos. But I remember watching Goonies for the first time. I don't. I gotta I gotta say, it must have been VHS. <coughs> but that epic adventure just stuck with me. I used to have a, a gang of woods behind me, a ravine little stream railroad tracks turned into sand and shit all the way to Milton Fairfax I remember a group of us we'd ride our bikes all the way to Fairfax sometimes no one was looking out for us we were in the woods climbing trees that were 150 feet in the sky we didn't care you're just a little kid less than third grade out there just running around crazy this one I was playing with He-Man and uh, the Star Wars figures. Had no clue. Just adventurous. I don't even know if Goonies was out at that point. But it's still... Maybe that. Maybe that's why I like the movie so much. Because I was out there. Just like in the, the kids in the movie out there searching things. Trying to, find, trying to find something. Letting that mind grow. You know, letting letting the creative juices. You know, when you're playing with action figures, it's not like today. Kids can live any fantasy they want. You got Grand Theft Auto. You got Red Dead Redemption. You got Fortnite. You can do whatever you want out here. Minecraft. I don't even know what these kids are playing anymore. Maybe I'm playing them. The Be Cool Podcast has been brought to you by Lebanese Drake. So bad, Europe and Asia put him on exile. Eating all the tuna tartar this side of the Mississippi. You can find him on Snapchat, mlander86. Good luck. But one, and so growing up, this is, this is past. I remember Cool Runnings comes out. Now this is a movie that stuck with me 
in my in my heart great soundtrack first time i heard buju bantan actually no it wasn't not buju it was uh super cat that was my man super cat that was one of my first reggaeton artists reggae artists this is before bob marley probably i heard super cat was on the cool running soundtrack a lot of great songs on the soundtrack i know i talked about the music last week but this was just a a heavy hitter in the movie John Candy, and you had some. It was the story about the um, Olympic bobsled team, Jamaican. And you got to see this was my first first real glimpse of what racism was, and you know how people are treated based on what they look like, what they sound like, and not who they were. You know, there was you didn't really see see a lot of that in my area because a lot of crackers when I grew up. Oddly enough that my uh, my dad's side of my family is all Native Amer- half Native American. I never knew my grandmother who was a full Native American woman. But my d- whole dad's side of his family, his brothers and sisters are all, you know, whatever percent, 25% Native American, 50%, who knows. But even they didn't, I, I, you don't even, they don't even, I don't even see the consideration that they had. There wasn't a, a lot of uh, caring about, you know, minorities or, you know, the, the inclusion of different, different people's ideals, morals, values. When it comes to against a white man. You know, everything Everything is seen through an eye or a lens of what you're surrounded with. Maybe that's a defense mechanism. But growing up, I never never noticed anything different until I saw this movie. And I saw how four young black men are treated when they're trying to compete in a white person's sport. Oddly enough, it's the Olympics where people from all over the globe. But I guess every Swede, like white Swedes, believe they're white. But like you're Swedish, right? Does it matter what country you're from? I that you have to be a racist white guy. I guess so. But they earned the hearts. It was a Disney movie, so you know there was it wasn't you know that crazy. But they won the hearts of uh, me during that movie, and. They showed that, you know, some people did find to have some respect for what they were doing and accomplished for just even showing up and qualifying for the Olympic round, which is unbelievable. You know, going from a pushcart derby to a Olympic bobsled team is a feat. Speaking of feet, Buck and Lightning run on ice. How about that? Speaking of feet. So that movie definitely was integral in what I would later, my mind later would adapt and, you know, make sure that it was a, a very focal, focal point of how I process things moving forward when it came to, you know, right and wrong when treating people of any walk, 
you know it's every I, I think that you know those things if if you have an emotional connection to those those kind of situations it kind of aids you in how you um how you treat others you know i'm not the you know if you've if you've gotten to know me in any kind of sense either through the podcast or in real life I mean, podcast is real. I am speaking into this mic. This is not a bot here. You can't just drop me into the game. I'm, I've been in the game. But if it, the actual interaction one-on-one, if you're looking into my eyes, having a conversation with me, I have a lot of sarcasm when I'm, when I'm talking to somebody. But there's a lot of, there's a, there's a reason that I can be an asshole and I choose to be an asshole because I want people to think and I want people to be strong because nothing in life is going to just be easy and if I care to, if I care about somebody if I if I'm talking to somebody I'm I care about you I ha, I I have a vested interest in how you maneuver in life you know and Sometimes, well, I'd say 50 50 at the beginning, it, it can come off in different ways. People may not be able to understand or have the patience or the willingness to grasp what the intent is. But my intent at the end of the day is only for the person that I'm speaking with to be the best that they can be. You know, my. And and if that if be, them they if that they're being their best, that can only benefit me at the end of the day. So maybe it is a selfish move, but you know I'd look at it as a fifty-fifty. It's a you know we we both get what we get out of the relationship. Hopefully, you know if I'm not doing my part, let me know. I'm happy. I'm happy to step up. I don't want anybody ever feeling that they're not getting. The most out of me that they can, you know. I'm, I I I have nothing but love for everyone who supported and been there for me in many situations, and I've never forgotten that. And I hope that they know that. And those kind in the movie like Cool Runnings is influential in understanding those kind of things for me. Even watch going back to watch it today. If I sat down and rewatched it, it would I'd cry. There's certain parts I'd cry. I know I'd cry. I know I know I know when I'm gonna cry. I cry during anything. Okay. So anyway, that's just a little just a little chip on my shoulder. I'm letting you know how I feel. You know, don't be afraid. To send me a message if you if you're feeling feeling off, you're feeling down. I'm happy to jump in there, especially when you can't see anybody. You can't just roll up, roll out, have a couple drinks, talk a little bubba, you know, have a little wacky debacky, wakey bakey, nighty nighty. I can't wait till some kind of situation has come across our table where. We're able to get back together again. I like to have, I like to see the people smiling, people fading off, sleeping on the floor, getting nuts. You know, I'm an old man, but these kids out here, they could still party. I know it. I know they can do it. I ain't scared. 
So after Cool Runnings, I can't really. There's so many movies, but nothing was really. This is probably in between middle school and right at the beginning of high school, like freshman and sophomore year, because me and my friends back in South Burlington were making movies. This is when we had people were getting camcorders. I remember having in high school, I bought one of those cheap ass little handheld ones where uh, they had that little uh, the eyepiece was extended off the back with a little square square eye hole where you could look in blah 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 didn't have the flip part at that point this was way before way before that but we used when i remember we to, i told you about us having the uh, public access show sophomore year on but before that we had the big ass camcorders big ones that big bricks i'm talking these things were like an xbox on your shoulder big you know you'd have to do the zoom in and out Big buttons right on the right-hand side. Grip. Big bastard. VHS cassettes would go inside of those. We'd make movies all the time. We'd edit them. Try to do some dubbing. It wasn't the easiest thing. We met, I remember we made uh, zebra mussels was a big issue back in when I was a kid. In the lake, my father worked at uh, the Champlain Water District. And the water that that would intake from the lake would get zebra mussels all over the the grate obviously you don't want fish and shit to get in there so there would be a grate but the zebra mussels would all you know the the water flow so they'd get into the grate and they would just clog it up and people would have to go down there scrape off the grate and they had to they did a lot of things try to get rid of these zebra mussels i don't know if they still exist there's a lot of shit in that lake so i don't know if uh you know one hand washes the other that way but it is what it is so we made a Zebra Muscles movie. It was kind of like uh, we used a bunch of uh, action figures and did some weird thing like they were attacking us. Like the action figures were attacking humans. We did some, you know, detective mystery stuff. Obviously, we did the, the trampoline wrestling. That was a big thing for us. But a movie that really stuck with me was I remember at the end of our junior year. Now, my brothers, I mean, my uh, one of my friend's brothers were in high school already. And when we were about to be, no, no, it wasn't then. It was when we were, it was eighth grade. When we were about to be freshmen, it was eighth grade summer. This is, see, this is, this is, this is how it works. Your mind's got to recollect these things here. So eighth grade summer, my friend's brothers were already in high school. So that's what the deal was. So we're in the, we're in the big ass basement. We're watching and the brothers say, hey, there's like three of us are down there. He goes, "Hey, you gotta watch this movie. This was this is what you're about to this is what you're about to experience your freshman year." And they put on Days to Confuse. First part of it, first ten minutes, is the eighth graders knowing that they're about to have their summer destroyed because this about to be seniors about to track them down all summer and put ass whoopings on them with paddles. And we're talking fraternity style paddles Ben Stiller was in this movie um Matthew McConaughey obviously all right all right all right this is one of my favorite movies ever I didn't know it at the time though okay 
I didn't watch this movie till years later, after high school. I think it might have been my sophomore year of college that I really watched this movie for the first time. But I remember watching that movie 8th grade and being kind of scared, like 50-50 on the fence of it, kind of nervous, because I wasn't like I am today. I was just a young buck, still learning the game, still trying to figure it out. You know, try not not even had. I don't even know if I had. Yeah, I'm nah. I don't know. Don't even know if I had my. No, nah, I mean, I definitely had. A, I think the third grade was the first kiss. Definitely didn't have a girlfriend in eighth grade though. That didn't happen till sophomore year. That was the. That was that Burlington Seahorse that we, uh, you know, slayed for a uh, till till. We uh, went away to college, so you know I had a girlfriend for a good three years, two and a half years. Maybe it was halfway through sophomore year. I told that story though. That's a way. That's a good, good little. I mean, not a good one. It was just a you know, is what it is. But the beautiful part of that Days of Confused movie was having a a, a mind enough to know it was 50% fake. Now, it could have happened back in those days. I'm saying like the 70s. I'm sure that some of that shit happened because if you go back to yearbooks of high schools in any part of America during the 60s and 70s, there was some wild shit that people were doing. And when I say wild, I'm not saying crazy. Well, it is crazy, but I'm not saying dope crazy. I'm saying fucked up crazy. People still wearing, waving uh, rebel flags, just like my my uh, my high school did back then, and you know, just just racist shit, you know, bigotry, just dumb shit, and you know that's unfortunately that's what happens when you're not educated properly. You're reading books that are filled with uh, nonsense, such as like you know your social studies books, your history books, all that shit was is not. I mean, I'm saying that a lot of that shit was written to prop uh, a different propaganda. It's to a, you know you're misappropriating your situation. You know, not giving the reality. It's just uh, falsifying the past. And and believe me, it's the white people that did it. So let's just understand that. If you don't believe that, you can go ahead. Ask Siri, Google that shit because that's what happened. All those history books that we I read in high school were fabricated. Until I had African American studies, I, we didn't know we didn't know shit about slavery. We didn't know the reality. We didn't know people were getting their hands and or their foot and their dick cut off. Understand? So you know, you know that opens people's fucking eyes. I mean, that roots came out long before I was in school, but when that shit came out, you know, people had to start fucking listening. So see when I see when I talk about these things that I re- I'm very passionate about that that's when the curse words start coming because it pisses me off it just it just really pisses me off I just I just don't like being lied to or taken advantage of I don't like anyone being lied to and taken advantage of but Days of Confused had had some, there was a, a little of that in there because you could see it through through the eyes of uh, some of the characters but I, I you, you know you're like. This this is an interesting movie. Hard to hard to see the comedy in it because there's a lot of good comedy. Didn't what didn't know anything about smoking weed back then, but the weed was a big part of it. But I just the thing that stuck with me was the ass whooping. 
getting beat. Like, all, you mean all this summer, people are going to try to kick my ass? Like, I have to worry about seniors? I didn't even know what a senior looked like. I didn't even know what a senior was. Like, the slowest year that I ever had in high school was my freshman year. Some of my friends and I were on the outs. There was, you know, people get, a, you know, we're growing. We're adolescents. Different kind of uh, motions are running through you. You got different kind of chemicals. People didn't know who, what they wanted, who they liked, blah, 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 all this kind of shit. We eventually, you know, progressed and had great relationships through high school. We all did shit together. You know, we passed the time together. We played football during the winter, basketball during the summer, home run derbies at Farrell Field off of Shelburne Road. We did, we did some wild shit. We did some wild shit. We were able to. It was just a beautiful thing. We ran South Burlington. People knew us. We were on TV. We just had a great time. Very creative. So I don't remember. I mean, a lot of movies. I mean, just like I talked about He Got Game in a past episode. Talking about it in when I was working for this. When I did the school newspaper. That whole situation. That's obviously an influential movie. and Because I love basketball. love hip-hop. And obviously, I'm very connected to, you know, Denzel Washington's been an actor throughout my entire life. One of the best actors I've ever seen. Very eclectic. Ray Allen, being a Celtic, winning a title, helping the Celtics win a title. Watching him from UConn all the way to then, all the way to now. You know, these kind of things, you know, they... they just stick with you, and one of the just a great and Spike Lee, obviously one of the greatest directors of our time. I think you know, you, you my time anyway. You just Tarantino, Scorsese style, you know, it's all everybody. You know, it's a melting pot, you know. But we were we were just so creative at that time, and so busy. We did the wrestling thing, we did the movies, we did the TV shows, we you know, and all, plus we were doing sports. We, we had, and plus we had school every day. It was just a, uh, a lot of things. A lot, our minds were just in one place or another. And we didn't have, I didn't have the, I wasn't really sitting down, going to the movie theater, watching movies and taking them until I was old. Like, I, I mean, older. Not till... Not till college when you're actually when you're like on the weekends. What are we gonna do? You know, you're 20 years old. It's not like you can go buy alcohol and drink all weekend. We had to. We had the. You know, DVDs were out, so we got DVDs. We're watching. We're watching everything, anything we could find. And that's when you finally start watching movies. I remember Silence of the Lambs. Obviously, this just pops in my head. One of my favorite stories. I, I just became. Maybe a movie like that really helps uh, infatuate the serial killer situation because it was just done brilliantly and the acting obviously superb with Anthony Hopkins and Jodie Foster, Clarice Starling. Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. Just a great, just a great, just great acting, you know, Mr. Gum, Mr. Gum. I'll put the lotion in the basket. I'll kill your dog, mister. But, you know, so... It is what it is. I thought, you know, just speaking about these things bring back... Just the moments in time. 
and it's it's nice to remember and reminisce on the innocence but there's you know some bad shit that we have to remember just because we can remember good times we're in some shit right now and we can only get through that by you know togetherness watched a good movie uh, I actually watched Burnt with uh, Bradley Cooper, the cooking movie, yesterday. And it really, uh, you know, the, all the advice he was getting through that, that movie when he was trying to get his third Michelin star, he was being advised that no one can do this alone. You have to do it together. And that, you know, that really stuck with me. That was a um, a great point to make towards where we are where we stand today because we can not, you if you want to be the best you can be you can't do it yourself you need to have great people around you have to surround yourself with great people and you have to listen and you can't be afraid because failure only leads to success no one has just been right all the time no one's perfect no one is not falling down to not get up that's just you have to you have to know what your low is to reach your highest so i'll end with that note I hope you enjoyed this rendition of the Be Cool podcast. Next next episode, we're going to talk about another, another, maybe just moments, maybe trips, maybe, you know, excursions, maybe those kind of things that, you know, helped us along the way. I hope you enjoy these little top five, you know, top whatever. Maybe they spark a little... Uh, your thought process maybe they help you you know think about things that maybe you missed along the way because i definitely have so stay safe continue to be diligent don't spend all that stimulus money eat well try to exercise in the house if you can get out and explore use 10 feet fuck six feet don't trust that go 10 feet and support dr fauci don't let these fucking people break this guy down so anyway this has been the Be Cool Podcast. I love all of y'all. Stay safe. And remember, be cool, motherfuckers. Be cool. You ain't ready for war. You ready to-